Hey, hey, welcome to the TriLakes Insider Podcast. Today we are going to talk to Chris Cochran from Cochran Home Inspections. Home inspection is an important part of the home buying experience, and I hope you will enjoy this conversation with Chris as he tells us why it's so important to have your home inspected before you buy it. Welcome to the TriLakes Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Lori Rottmeyer. I'm a realtor, marine, and gourmet marshmallow maker. After living in big cities around the world, we landed in the Tri-Lakes area of Arkansas. In this show, I want to bring you along with me as I discover all our area has to offer. Whether you are thinking of moving here or vacationing here, I hope you will enjoy the cool people doing cool things that I will be bringing you. I'm so excited you're here. Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am here today with Chris Cochran from... Cochran Inspections. I am Lori Rottmeyer, the host of Twin Lakes Insider, and I'm excited to talk to Chris today. Chris, I first met you in my house in Flippin, and I remember that you made me laugh. I walked in and you said, well, your house is at least 100,000 years old. And I was like, oh my gosh, 100,000 years old. That's hilarious. So, and you and I have kind of had a really good relationship ever since then. So, are you a are you like a native of Mountain Home area? I am not. I am not. I I actually um, is a, am a Navy brat, and then um, I have served in the military for twenty two years, and I'm retired Navy. So, so I've kind of been all over. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I was in the military, or I was a Navy brat, then in the military. So I've had you know I've been all over the world, and and um, and and did the, been there, done that deal. Um, you know, it was a great career, but um, had to get out. I got married uh, relatively later on in my career. And, um, you know, I looked at my wife and my father lived up in Yellville. And I retired out of Tampa, um, McDill Air Force Base. And I said to my wife, I said, you know, let's, let's do something different. And I had a dream to retire to Mountain Home because for most people that retire there or live there know why. It's beautiful, lakes, rivers. And so we retired and uh, headed up our way to Mountain Home. And that's kind of how we got there in a nutshell. That's awesome. Because I always wonder, how does somebody get here as a realtor when people call me and they're, they're from someplace else? Most of them are at this point in time. It's like, well, how, why here? You know. So I'm always really curious about how somebody got here if they didn't originate here. So that's really cool. So why, why home inspecting? You didn't do that in the Navy. I did not. I was actually intelligence in the Navy. <laughs> I had nothing well, to do I was in the with, Army. Uh, I mean, I mean <laughs> kill me now. <laughs> I'm a Marine. <laughs> no, it's it's all good. I mean, hey, military inter-service rivalry is a thing. Yeah, we um, served with the Department of the Navy a lot on the um, in the military intelligence. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, in, in the intelligence world, that's one benefit is mm-hmm. that you do get to serve a lot with the other um, services because a lot of the uh, intelligence is joint. You work together. So, I mean, we got to work with everybody. I have my preferences. I enjoyed working with the Marines. They were the way I kind of looked at scrappers like us. They would just get it done. Uh, I think the Air Force and the Army tend to be a little bit more go by the book and they don't stray too much. And so it's yeah, just, but, it's. But hanging out on an Air Force base, like that's like being on vacation. Yeah, it was, it was a much better deal. Um, yeah, the difference between an Air Force base and a Navy base. And an Army. Uh, why do I keep saying Army and a Marine Corps base? Oh my gosh. 
I've been on but, uh, but at the end of the day, when 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 the bullets start flying, I mean, we're one team, one fight. Uh, we exactly. come together. All the inner service rivalry goes away, and uh, and we fight the battle. So no, it's I, I love all my brothers and sisters in arms. I was proud and honored to work with them all. Um, and so yeah, no, it was a great career, and um, yeah. So and then, but when, then I got out, and I didn't honestly at that point um, have a full plan of what I was going to do. So um, it kind of evolved into I started a handyman business. That evolved from my dad was a carpenter when he got out of the military. Um, he taught me some of the trade. Uh, enjoyed working with wood. I worked on some homes. Enjoyed doing handyman type work. So I started a handyman business and. Um, that went really well, really fast out of the gate because people are looking for guys that can just come in and do a whole bunch of different things. Um, it's kind of interesting, just a side note real quick. Handyman to me is, um, should be a trade in and of itself. Oh, I agree hundred um, percent. You know, I mean, and it's not really looked like as, as a trade, you're kind of looked as a, I don't know, I want to say almost scrapper, you know, oh, well, you're not an electrician or you're not a plumber, so you're a handyman. It's like, no. Handyman covers all that all other stuff things. that isn't covered by a trade. So, um, and we really and, rely on our handyman a lot here. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a trade, and here's the sad part about it. Um, you know, there's no real training to go be a handyman. So, um, where do you go to learn to do tiling? Where do you go to learn to do flooring? Where do you go to learn to do any of these all these other things that don't quote unquote have a trade? Um, you can't. And so that's something that I think in and of itself is a problem because, you know, you, you can't train a robot to do a handyman's job. It's, it's always going to be a person. And so, right. um, you know, it, to me, I think a handyman trade is very important, but that's not what we're here to talk about. So <laughs> but you're right. I, started, I started a handyman business and it was um, phenomenal and I loved doing it. Um, but I was approached by a friend and he said, you know, you're a great handyman, uh, but um, I, I think there's a need there for uh, an inspector in our area. And I think you'd be great at it. You got a good eye um, and you're very organized. And so I think you would be a great home inspector. So that started the catalyst that became, uh, you know, I became a home inspector and then we went from there. So, so, but having that handyman background had to help a lot, I would imagine, because you know, all the bits and pieces, kind of what you're looking at? Right, yeah, no, it, it 100%, that's kind of where I really cut my teeth, honestly, as a, hand, as a handyman before being an inspector. Um, interesting enough, side note, you know, you go to these uh, home inspector uh, classes to get your license, and Arkansas has, I don't know if a lot of people know, but one of the most expensive licensing programs in the country. <laughs> um, and so, um, you sit in these courses and you get a lot of people like, oh, I was a, you know, I was a, I was a builder for whatever a contractor. And that's great. But builders are really not down in the trenches, you know, putting these houses together. I mean, their job is very crucial. Um, but usually the subs are the ones that are coming in and they're kind of overseeing the subs and making sure the plumbing's getting done, electric's getting done, everybody's working together. Um, and so that was kind of a critical part um as far as being a builder but for a handyman um you're going in after the fact to fix problems that have gone wrong so you know having that handyman experience and really learning and and knowing that you know you're going to be going in there and fixing all these items that kind of really gets you set up for being a great home inspector because 
take for example, you go and you do uh, some drywall repair. Um, that drywall repair was from a leak from the roof. Well, why was the roof leaking? Well, because the boot around the flashing was degraded. So the water was coming down, it was leaking onto the ceiling structure and it was causing that damage. So that immediately you learn right out of the gate, oh, there, there's leak points and this is where you're gonna see them and, and so forth. Um, so the, really the handyman, I, I honestly, if you've been a, a handyman for years, you really have the experience of knowing where the homes are failing. And that's the kind of knowledge that helps you be a great uh, inspector because you know what to look for. You know where to look for it. So. And in my experience, you guys are awesome. I mean, we had a bad experience with a, um, an inspector a long time ago, um, maybe our second or third house that we bought. And they overlooked some really obvious things. I mean, I'm not even an inspector. And I was like, how did they miss this? So coming to you and having you be so thorough and find all the things is really been great for us. And we've used you on, on, our, on both of our houses here. So why would somebody want to, to use you? Like, so you get that portion in your real estate, you know, contract that says you have 10 days to be inspected. Why would somebody pick you? Why would somebody want to use a handyman? I'm not here. <laughs> now we're back on the handyman. An inspector, um, as opposed to just like saying doing it themselves. Well, I mean, first off, I don't care how much experience you have. Um, a home inspector is trained to look for defects. Um, they know exactly what they're looking for. Um, you know, if you had, you know, some construction experience or some building experience, that's not giving you the wealth and depth of knowledge of all of the trades. You know, we're not plumbers, but we know plumbing. We're not electricians, but we know electrical. We're not, you know, HVAC techs, but we know HVAC enough to be dangerous is what I like to say. <laughs> um, and so no matter your experience level, your dad or your uncle, whoever comes and thinks they know a lot, they're not trained to be a home inspector. We are specifically trained to do and go in and find defects in a home. And not only that, um, we're also trained and we're also experienced to know where things are going to fail and why they're going to fail. And that's a whole nother thing that a lot of people who are in other trades don't really get, uh, don't really know um, unless they have that depth of knowledge. I like to say, you know, we're the, um, you know, we have a lot of knowledge, but we're the master of none. So we, there, we're very wide and, and, and wide berth in our knowledge, but we're not extremely deep. And so that's where, you know, handymen are generalists. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. Um, you know, look at us like kind of like you're going to a doctor. Uh, you have a practitioner, um, a family doctor who, you know, he goes, looks you all over and says, okay, this is what's going on with you. you and oh, I think you have, may have a heart issue. So he is not gonna deal with that heart issue. He's gonna send you to a specialist to deal with that heart issue, or if you have a foot issue, or if you know if you, you need a colonoscopy or you know anything like that, um, they're gonna send you to a specialist who has that training. That's kind of how home inspectors are. We're not really deep into those specifics, so we're not electricians, but we know enough to know where things can fail and why they can fail and go wrong. So we look at all of those things and then we say, hey, this electrical problem we feel is an issue or could be an issue. You need to have an electrician come in and fix it and they need to come and do it. And so, um, you know, there, there is a wide uh, di differential in experience level, um, you know, 
from inspector to inspector. But in general, most inspectors, especially in Arkansas, because we're licensed and we have to have continuing education and we have to have insurance and we have to have extra training and so forth, we're going to have, and then we also have a SOP, the standard operating procedures that give us a minimum. We can go above and beyond, but we have a minimum. It really sets the tone for we're going to give you at least this much information on your house. And that you want that. Why would you not want to spend a, literally a couple hundred bucks mm -hmm. to, uh, you know, when you're spending 80, 90, 100, 400, however many thousands of dollars, your biggest investment in your life. Why would you not want to spend a couple hundred bucks to have somebody come in and say, hey, you know, this is the things that we see. Now, as a side note, going back to our generalists, we're not going to find every single defect in a house. And I think people have this mis misperception. They're like, well, they missed these few items over here. The, you know, the blinds weren't operating just right or whatever, and, or there was some staining in the carpet. You know, we're not down here looking for those little itty bitty items, all right? We're really not, cosmetics and aesthetics. We're looking for material defects. The door is not closing right. The light switch is not coming on. The disposal sounds like it's about to come unglued. Um, the heating is not working right. You know, the roof is leaking. The shingles are shot. You know, we're we're looking for material defects. We're not going to be looking for the screen has a little bit of damage in it. That's the little things that we're not really after. Um, and people need to realize that there are some things we're not just going to hit as part of the home inspection. So. Um, hopefully so that you, answered your question. It does. When you go to school, do they have like practical app? I mean, like, are you actually looking and touching and investigating in school? No, it's primarily PowerPoint. Okay. Um, so it's, it's mostly classroom work. Um, there's a lot of general discussion, you know, we'll have the standard knowledge PowerPoints, but then the inspector uh, instructor will kind of get into the weeds a little bit more. And, and then of course people interact, ask questions, but um, honestly, like for Cochrane home inspections, we have a three month, a hundred, um, um, a 90 day training program. We will add an extra month if we need to. Um, we don't put people in the field until we're ready, until we feel they're ready to be in the field. And so, so they go with another inspector and, and do actually hands-on kind of, yeah. I'm with you. I see what you're doing. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. And that's really where you're getting that, that mm -hmm. knowledge of how to inspect, but also what to inspect and why you're inspecting it and so forth. So that hands-on training is, is, is really crucial. Um, I think it is for almost anything, you know, to actually do it mm -hmm. as opposed to being in a classroom and learning about it is, can be so different. So right. actually being able to touch it and do it and learn that way is good. Yeah, no, and we're, we're a little different. We're one of the few companies in Arkansas right now that are, have multiple inspectors. Uh, we're called a multi-inspector firm. So I met have, Matt the other day. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, yeah, Matt, Matt's awesome. Uh, Matt Hoyer, um, Jesse, and we have another one coming on, Dalen. So, awesome. um, and we're, you know, we're just looking to continue to provide just a real quality home inspection. Um, and, having an inspector that comes in that's had that all that i mean a lot i mean they, they've done probably before they hit the field alone over um i would say 100 inspections already before they even remotely go out by themselves so that depth and knowledge that they get in that training plus classroom training plus their cpi which is 
a certified professional uh, inspector through InterNACHI, plus their school, plus all of this. I mean, you're getting an inspector who um, knows what they're doing. Plus they have a team that backs them up, me being the primary person um, right now. Um, you know, I offer tons of help and I'm, we, we, we FaceTime. Uh, you know, so it's just, there's a team dedicated to giving you the best home inspection and all of the, the round table and the education, I believe gives you the best inspection you're going to get. So it's good. So I'm going to go out and I'm going to build a brand new house. So I don't need you, do I? Uh, no, actually you do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, that's obviously Mountain Home doesn't have a lot of new builds, right. but uh, we have done several. We just did one recently. Um, they're kind of called phase, not kind of, they're called phased inspections, um, new construction. Mm -hmm. And um, usually what we do is we'll do uh, a footer and uh, perimeter um, foundation. So either uh, CMU masonry brick or poured if they're doing poured concrete. Um, so we'll do that. That'll be the first part. Um, the second part will be pre-drywall. So they have the framing up. Um, they, they basically have it dried in, but they don't have uh, any of the drywall up. So you can see the plumbing, the electrical, all the stuff that you normally can't see during a, a home inspection. So, um, and then after that, then we usually do the final, which is after they've done everything, hooked everything up. And I will tell you, on a new construction, we absolutely will find stuff all along the way. And so I, and it's usually a much reduced price. You're not getting three home inspections. You're getting a full on home inspection that's into three parts. So, oh, so you're actually going out there three times. Right. Yeah. So it will be more than a normal, just a single home inspection, but it's not going to be like you're getting, you're getting charged for three full home inspections. And, um, and yeah, and you'll have stuff every step of the way. We just did one recently um, where, um, it was a new build and they hadn't hooked up the drain line for the um, um, HVAC and come to find out they couldn't put the drain line where the HVAC was unit or was located. So they actually moved it to the attic. So they moved the whole unit to be able to try to drain it properly. So um, there, there's always going to be things that an inspector is going to see that is going to save you money um, and, and really help you know more about the home that you're about to purchase. So, so broadly, because it could take you forever, I'm sure if you like went into a serious detail, what, what exactly would my inspection cover? Like, what are you going to look at? So I like to tell people we are focused in on the big six. And what is the big six? It is going to be your roof coverings. Okay, that's the, one of the most important because if mm -hmm. anything's leaking, everything below it is not going to be doing good. Right. So the roof coverings is extremely cr critical. Um, it's going to be your, your structure, what I like to call your perimeter walls, um, your ceiling structure, all that. And then um, the foundation, which is going to be um, either a slab, which we have very few slabs in this area. Most of it's going to be pier and beam. So it's going to be a perimeter, either, like I said, a, a masonry wall or a poured foundation and a pier and beam system. So piers, which are usually masonry block stacks. Sometimes you get poured concrete. Um, and those are the top three. Then the bottom three, but still part of the big six, is your HVAC, your electrical, and your plumbing. Those are going to be the six areas that we are focused in on and everything that is affected by those. Um, so that is what you're going to get for sure. And we're going to be 100% finding just about every major defect. Um, 
but we're also looking at a lot of other things as well. We're testing and making sure the water heater is working. We're testing and making sure your appliances are working. We're, you know, making sure doors and windows are opening and closing. We're testing every receptacle. We're, you know, there's a lot of things that we're testing beyond the big six um, that either tie in or are totally standalone and separate. Um, I like to tell people we're not aesthetics and cosmetic. We're not going to be looking for little itty bitty items, holes in the wall, now, if it's a hole in the wall and there's a reason it's a hole in the wall because there's leaking or something, we'll hit that. But holes in the wall from your pictures, uh, you know, paint issues, flooring issues that aren't a major destructive issue. Um, we're not hitting stuff like that. We call that aesthetics and cosmetic. And so we just like to put it into, you know, um, basic terms for people so they understand the scope of what a home inspection is. And um, yeah, so that's kind of what we do. And then how do you tell me what you find? So um, an inspector must deliver a written report in the state of Arkansas. Um, there is no standard for that as far as how they deliver the reports, as long as it's a written report. So there are still some inspectors and hey, you know, whatever inspector works for them, that's great. Um, that give you a paper copy with some check marks and that's your inspection and that's fine. It covers the standards, good to go. We took it to the next level. I did a lot of research and I found the best software that I felt was going to provide the best product for my clients. So we use a software called Spectora and everything is cloud-based. So everybody can access it from anywhere in the world. Um, a lot of clients that we serve here at Cochrane Home Inspections is out of state, a lot of them. And so um, having that ability to have everything up in the cloud and they just go to the link, they can see their report. It's fantastic. Plus, um, we give tons of pictures. I mean, at a minimum, we're looking at 125 pictures. If there's a lot of stuff going on, I mean, we, we can easily get over 200, 200 pictures. Uh, we have some videos. It's interactive. There's multiple ways to look at the report. Um, and it's easy to understand. A lot of times, right. what sparred me is, is I got an inspection, and he was a great inspector. Like, he did a great job. The problem was his report. Like, it was this long, wordy... I didn't know where anything was at. I didn't, I couldn't follow along. I'm like, well, well, just what's wrong? Like what's wrong with the house? And so that is what spawned me to, to start with Spectora because it really does break out the good information. Hey, this is where your shutoffs and cutoffs are. And in nice um, chunked little bits. Yeah, and it's section, <laughs> roof, foundation, you know, it's right there. Yes. And the defects are right there. There's a nice little block. It's color coordinated based on the importance of it. Is it a big deal? Is it just a maintenance item? you know, blue or red and orange in the middle. So it really helps you easily identify what you're going to be looking at when you purchase this house. So probably two weeks after we moved into our house, our water heater broke and I contacted you and you said, oh, I have this warranty. Tell me about that. Tell, tell my listeners about that. So I don't care how good an inspector is. He could be the best inspector on earth. He could have 20,000 years of experience. When he inspects that house, he doesn't have a crystal ball. He's not gonna know that that working microwave or that working water heater is gonna be out. It could be 10 years old and stop working tomorrow. It could be 30 years old and stop working tomorrow. Um, and so there's no way to know. And I always felt, plus, I, people just underestimate how much stuff an inspector is looking at. When we open up a panel, 
I mean, just opening up the service panel, we're looking at all the wires, we're looking at the breakers, do they match? Do they, are they properly sized for the appliance they're servicing? All the, I mean, there's a ton of things. So we'll be standing there looking at the thing at the service panel and the customer client will be standing next to us sometimes. And what are you looking at? And we're just, there's a ton of stuff. So the whole point I'm getting at, there is a, there's hundreds, if not thousands of items that we're looking at at any given inspection. It's a lot and it's, it's, it's exhausting. And um, so you're not going to hit everything, every inspection. You just, you can't. And so I knew that we're going to do the best we can, period. But we're human. And the house itself, there may be some defects that are not visible. Fully furnished homes, we're not going to see what's under behind that couch. Or, you know, we're not moving everybody's furniture and clothes and stuff. So all of that, not being able to see everything, not having a crystal ball and knowing if something's going to work tomorrow or not, because... No way we know that. Um, I felt that there was something that I could, the way I could serve my clients better. And so I literally pay for these warranties that I get. They're limited in nature. They don't cover everything. They have a, a certain time frame, 90 days after I inspect. They're limited in scope, but they're there and they're very useful. Um, I just had one recently, actually two. Um, her microwave was working fine when we were there. And then as she got to use it more and more, she realized it was off. There was something not quite right about it. So the appliance guy, she actually called us. We work for our clients. We try to give them the best uh, inspection and that includes support after. Um, we recommended a local uh, appliance repair guy. He came over, um, great guy, by the way, um, looked at it and, uh, and he got it repaired up. That was covered because the appliance was actually under 11 years old. It was, I think, eight or nine years. So that was covered. Um, and then we also, um, and then unfortunately, her furnace uh, air handler wasn't working. It was working, we were there, but the AC side wasn't. So it had to give you a repair. And now it was a little bit more, but between the two, D, uh, the two things that happened after the fact, we tested them, everything was good. We couldn't test the AC because it was too cold. Um, but we covered up to $500 of that repair. That's and that awesome. was about three weeks ago. And then there was another one, we just covered $950. And it was just issues that um, we didn't know there was no rain. It didn't, there was no sign it was leaking. Then we've had a monsoon after we leave and then boom, there's a leak that got covered. And, and, and there was another issue. So these things do pay out. Are they perfect? Nope but they do pay out. And was so nice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's great to be able to tell somebody, Hey, there is a way that I can help you. Not every time, but I'm telling you, they've paid out. And it's wonderful to have that for my, for our clients um, that we can provide that service so that they're not just stuck. Um, and so, yeah, so that's what we provide those warranties with every inspection doesn't cost the customer anymore. Um, they're there and you know, we, we cover down. So that's awesome. I know that we in the real estate world have been quite busy. I know that you guys have also been quite busy keeping up after us. Um, did you tell me that you were going to be expanding more inspectors? Yes, yes we are. We're, we're hiring an inspector. He's coming on board to start training with us. He's down South. Um, so he, I like to joke about it because I'm from the military. He's going to handle Southcom down South. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we're, we're looking to take, um, I feel that we provide such a balanced 
system and program. I've worked hard. We really try to give you a, a good home inspection that's balanced. We don't try to obliterate the home down to its knees and, and blow it up to, you know, oh, this house is going to fall down. We try to give you reasonable, um, you know, reports that kind of help you figure out what's going on. We do something that a lot of other inspectors don't do is we try to give recommendations on items that we feel we know what's going on. Not everything, but a lot of inspectors will not do that. And that's fine. It's, they don't have to. We just try to give people a little extra, you know, we, we don't want to be the guys that are like, we recommend some, somebody else for every defect in the house. Um, and so we try to provide that value. We provide the warranties to try to help cover down on issues that were missed or things that fail after the fact. Um, and so we feel we give a whole good program. And so we and you also do VA, VA inspections. Do what? You've all, you also do VA inspections. So here's the deal about that. I'm going to train, I'm going to train the world on, on VA inspections. So there is no such thing as VA inspections, FHA inspections or rural development inspections. Really? Really. Um, the only di di differentiation of, um, uh, of a VA to FHA is the appraiser. They have to be trained and certified in those specific appraisals, VA appraisals, rural development. We are going to inspect according to the SOP of the state of Arkansas. Um, and that's it. It doesn't matter the loan. It doesn't matter if there's agents involved, if it's a FISBO. It doesn't matter. We have to inspect this way. Um, and so when people say, are you a VA inspector? I'm like, yes, but no. And I tell them <laughs> why. I'm like, we're going to inspect it based on the um, information and knowledge that we have. And you're, everybody's going to get the same. Does the inspector have to be recognized by the VA? No. Okay. So it must, I must be confusing with appraisers then. Yes. Okay. Yep. And it's something that a lot of people don't know and understand. Um, and even the loan officer, um, you know, they have to be certified for those loans. So they also have to be certified. Right. So it really comes down to the appraiser and the loan officer. Those two parts of the transaction have to be certified and um, allowed to work with those loan types. The inspector though, state of Arkansas, overall arching umbrella, we inspect every house the same. So. Awesome. Learn something new every day. That's why I'm having this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so what else do you need to tell me about inspecting homes before we get on to the very last question? So, um, you, know, you know, what we do um, is an extremely valuable service. Yes. Um, and you know, every inspector is different. We all inspect, to, and I, I know the rest of the guys in the Mountain Home area, and they're all phenomenal guys. They're phenomenal inspectors. We all might, you know, say, say, say things differently here or there. We might hit a, an item differently or, or whatever. But I think we all go into that house, all of us, including me, the inspectors that work with the company, the other guys, we all go into that house wanting to really give our clients um, knowledge about that house. Um, so that they can make an uh, um, educated and unbiased buying decision. Um, I have worked with some wonderful agents, including you being one of them. Um, and, and I'm not just blowing smoke, really. You're the type, you're like, just give us an honest inspection. Tell us what's going on so my buyers are taken care of. And I love working with agents like that. It's phenomenal because um, you know that they have their interest at heart. And that, that gets me pumped. At the same time, people need to realize that, you know, a home inspection um, is not 
you know, it's not going to be the end all be all this, you, you know, when you get this knowledge, all homes are going to have defects. And it's up to the person to understand that most of those defects that you're going to see in that report can be repaired. They can be dealt with. And for not as much as you think. Um, the vast majority of the defects we find in a given, in a given inspection could probably be repaired for less than $2,000 and a handyman in two days or whatever trade is relevant to the defect. Um, I think a lot of people get our reports and they go, oh my gosh, there's 50 defects. <laughs> and they're like, oh, this is terrible. This home is a piece of junk. I'm out. And you want to just tell them, no, it's not. It's just, it, it's a little bit, you know, I called it, um, you know, put, uh, you know, worked hard and, and, and put away wet, you know, it's just, it just, it's, it's older, it's tired, but it's, it has good bones. There's a lot of potential here. And if you have the willing and means, you know, work, get with your agent, let them work the deal, let them present what you want fixed. They'll tell you what they think you can get and can't get. That's why having an agent is important. And I always recommend people using agents. <laughs> they really do. And it makes the process go by so much better having agents to work with. Um, and then they get with the seller side and say, hey, we want this, this, and this. And it goes back and forth in negotiations, but at least try. I think some people, they see these um, inspection reports and they immediately just see numbers and they get scared and think, oh, this house isn't for me. And so I would say definitely when you get the inspection report, work with your agent, um, figure out if this is going to be, you know, if you can get things repaired. And then if you, at the end of the day, you decide that you guys can't come together, then that house may not be for you. Um, but don't get scared from the home inspection report right out of the gate. Really look at it, absorb it, um, and, and then go from there. So that is there's really no perfect advice. homes. So. Yeah, <laughs> not even new ones. Yeah, not even new ones. <laughs> so my last question that I ask everybody, and I'm really curious to know what you would say, if you could put up a billboard here in the Twin Lakes area, and it could say anything on it you wanted to, what would it say? Uh, can it be for my business? Yeah. Yeah, um, we're looking out for you. <laughs> Cochrane Home Inspections, we're looking out for you. No, we, it would be along the lines of and of the concept. Um, we take a lot of pride and passion in, our, in what we do. Um, and we really are trying to look out for our clients. I mean, that's, that's what drives us. Um, and so that, that would be the overarching theme of my billboard. Now, what exactly it looked like, it'd be along those lines because we mean it. I mean, you don't want to put your face on it. Home, do what? <laughs> you don't want to put your face on it. <laughs> no, I'll do like the typical agent thing and I'll stand there like this. No, no, I will never do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, um, no. <laughs> I don't think it's my face because I don't want it to focus in on me. Exactly. On their home that they're about to purchase. I want it to be about that. And, and so, yeah. That's what it would be about. Let them know what we're all about. So that is awesome. Well, thank you so much for spending time with me this afternoon. I think that people are smarter, including me, about the home inspection process. And um, I look forward to continue to work with you. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it, Lori. Thanks for the, uh, the podcast. And yeah, thanks. Thanks, Chris. You take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.